from the Ohio News Network. This is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, June 25th, 2021. On the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. Two adults and two children were injured in what police call a targeted shooting on Interstate 670 near downtown Columbus late this morning. Police say it happened just before noon and started with an argument at the Easton Town Center. That's a shopping mall on the northeast side of Columbus. According to police, multiple children were inside the vehicle. Two of those children, ages 2 and 10, were hit. One of the adults and one of the kids were reported to be in critical condition. Ohio's emergency response team is on standby and watching the efforts in Miami to find people in the rubble of a 12-story condo that collapsed yesterday. ONN's Lindsay Mills reports. Phil Sinaway of Ohio Task Force One says for search and rescue teams, the challenge is not only physical. I have a very good friend that was a battalion chief in Oklahoma City. Multiple very good friends here from Ohio Task Force that have been to the World Trade Center. In some ways, most of them never recover from it. The impact could be forever. They're potentially sacrificing the rest of their lives, mental health-wise, to rescue people today. It's a huge sacrifice. It's, it's a calling for these people. There's no doubt about it. Lindsay Mills, in Columbus. In northwest Ohio, a young boy from Bryan is taking the initiative to go through with the COVID vaccine trials now being offered to kids under age 12. Here's ONN's Roxanne Elias. Nine-year-old Nolan Roberts came up with the idea to participate in the vaccine trials. I just want a vaccine to like help other people and help me and help get back to normal life. His mother, Mindy Roberts, says... Kids are a big group right now that are unvaccinated, and the only way for that to happen is for kids to participate in these trials. The child is randomly assigned by chance to either receive the COVID-19 study vaccine or a placebo. Nolan has already already had his first shot. He doesn't like needles. So I was actually surprised when we went through, you know, and said, you have to get your blood work. You're going to have to get a shot. And he said, that's okay, mom. I can do it. I was like, um, this is going to be painful, but it's worth it. It's way worth it. Worth it. It's not painful at all. Roxanne Elias in Bryan. A Republican-backed bill aiming to expand the definition of obstructing justice in Ohio to include failure to follow a lawful order or diverting a law enforcement officer's attention has moved forward. Here's ONN's Tracy Townsend. Republican lawmakers voted the House bill out of committee yesterday after weeks of intense debate where critics said the anti-protest proposal will be selectively enforced and disproportionately impact black people. The bill is one of four proposals by the majority party aimed at criminalizing or increasing penalties associated with behavior at protests in the wake of mass demonstrations that swept across Ohio last year in response to the death of George Floyd. I'm Tracy Townsend. Speaking of George Floyd's death, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison today. The protests sparked by Floyd's death resulted in vandalism at the Ohio State House, as well as businesses in Columbus and Cleveland during protests. A controversial amendment was added to a bill in the Ohio House yesterday that deals with permitting college athletes to be paid. The amendment, which passed along with the bill, would ban transgender athletes from participating in female-related sports. That goes for high school and college sports. One supporter is State Representative Sarah Carruthers, a Republican from Hamilton in southwest Ohio. This amendment is pro-women. It is not anti-LGBTQ. Women are built differently. We don't have the same muscle mass. 
One on the other side is State Representative Michael Skindle, a Democrat from the Cleveland suburb of Lakewood. Shameful day in this, uh, this body today. Uh, this is one of the most extreme political attacks on transgender people in the nation. And then today, Governor Mike DeWine reacted to the transgender amendment. ONN's Kevin Landers has that. Just this morning, Governor Mike DeWine weighed in on Senate Bill 187, saying the issue is best addressed outside of government through individual sports leagues and athletic associations, including the Ohio High School Athletic Association, who can tailor policies to meet the needs of their member athletes and member institutions. At the State House, Kevin Landers. Today, House Republicans selected State Highway Patrol Lieutenant Kevin Miller, a Republican from Newark, to replace the expelled and federally indicted State Representative Larry Householder, who served twice previously as House Speaker. Miller was among 19 applicants to fill Householder's position in the 72nd District, which covers Coshocton and Perry counties as well as parts of Licking County. Among the applicants was Householder's son, Derek, who is currently a Perry County Commissioner. Some Ohio lawmakers are proposing that high schoolers should get a do-over after their pandemic-troubled school year, even if they qualified to graduate. New legislation in the Senate would give students who just finished senior year a chance to re-enroll in the 12th grade this fall to repeat classes and get another round of eligibility for sports. The Ohio High School Athletic Association says it does not support giving students a voluntary fifth year of athletic eligibility. More details are out now following the deaths Wednesday evening of three people found on a boat that was driving in circles on Lake Erie two miles off Cleveland. Brandon Simmons reports. When the Coast Guard got there, they had to break a window to put the boat in neutral. On board, they found three people unresponsive, 76-year-old Frank Opascar, 45-year-old Christopher Kettis, and his son, 11-year-old Owen Kettis, all of whom later died. Chris Kettis' Facebook page reveals he was an avid boater working as a salesman at South Shore Marine in Huron. Petty Officer Jim Connor says before you go out on the water, make sure to do a thorough safety check, which includes testing onboard monitoring systems like CO detectors. Just like your home, you should have a carbon monoxide tester in your boat. Officials don't know how long the boat was circling in the water before it was called in, which is why it's also important to share your boating plans with someone on shore before you go. The biggest uh, thing is letting somebody know when you're going to go out, when you're going to come back. That's one of the biggest things uh, and mistakes that people kind of routinely make. I'm Brandon Simmons. Cuyahoga County Medical Examiner Dr. Thomas Gilson ruled today that the deaths were due to carbon monoxide poisoning. In a statement, he said, quote, this is an incredibly sad and unfortunate accident. As we move forward through the summer boating season, be sure to check that your boat's exhaust system and components are functioning properly. The Cedar Point Amusement Park in Sandusky finally begins its summer-long 150-year celebration. It was set for last year, but like so many other things, was wiped out by the pandemic. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.